Welcome, and thank you for listening to our podcast. First, we would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the unceded and ancestral territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh people, and we are very privileged to be able to record in these beautiful territories. With no further ado, let's get monster mashing. This is Will, and along with the rest of the Scooby-Doo gang, I'm here to welcome you to Only Withers in the Dungeon podcast and our first campaign, Monster Mash. This is a TTRPG podcast about not one, not two, and not even three, but four monsters trying to survive in a fantasy world filled with the most deadly things in all of the TTRPG adventures. And I'm here to start with my favorite segments, fun facts. Ooh. My fun fact is, and please don't judge me, it's a little bit long, so here's the story. One time I went drinking with my friends and I got really hammered. So I'm there hammered and this one person uh, who I don't know and they just kind of like joined our group while we were drinking, having fun outside. And they put out a key to their house in front of the table. And my drunk brain goes, oh, my God, this is the key to a chest, you know, like a fun little adventure chest or some sort of treasure room. So I just grab it and put it in my pocket. And then I completely forget about it until the next day when I wake up super hungover, look into my pocket and notice a random key and realize I still have that person's key. I tried adding them on social media, but I think they thought that I want to steal more stuff from them because they blocked me. And up to this day, I'm trying to return that key. Oh, no. It's like the theme of a horror film or a thriller. Just like a random key. And I forgot everything about last night. (laughs) My friends are convinced I'm a kleptomaniac, but I'm not, I promise. I I, I believe you're not. It sounds like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, where it's like the misunderstanding. Oh, yes. That, exactly that. (laughs) It's going to start this... uh, just cascading butterfly effect of events that you have no idea what they're going to be. It's going to be awful. Anyway, Cav, <laughs> what is your fun fact? Of the Hi, day? Uh, my name is Cav. I am the monster masher, the uh, the runner of this game. Um, my Vitamix fun- operator. Vitamix <laughs> operator. <laughs> That's how I develop all of our adventure stories. I take a bunch of prompts and I throw them in a Vitamix, and then I see what you know ends and li- up and you press liquefy. Yes. <laughs> Fun. And just see what comes out. Whatever arrives. I don't have a good fun fact today, so I will give a story that's per- pertinent to, or like a sort of fun TTRPG story that is pertinent to the uh, plant that they've recently woken up. Uh, I did run at one point a Wild Beyond the Witchlight game for a short time. It didn't get to continue, but it was very uh, fun. And I had a player who, let's say, was very gung-ho, and I tempted them with a bunch of purple talking mushrooms that, like, they, or they wanted to be eaten very badly. So they were like, eat me, eat me, come on, yes, consume my soul, let me become a part of you. And uh, and then I had to develop an entire mushroom-like sort of hive mind that was trying to get consumed so that they could bond with biological beings and spread their spores throughout the universe and that is actually a really fun concept which i may be bringing back for the and future oddly sexual <laughs> <laughs> it was weird and then uh the i did have i find it very fun and i love this concept that the mushrooms themselves spoke in a very high voice so they're always like yeah eat me yeah consume myself yes let me di- be digested in your stomach and then right. when they were made into moonshine they talked like 
eat me, come on, eat me. Because they're concentrated. So now they're just, they have a really deep right. voice. <laughs> right, they think us. There's too many in one thing. So that was very fun. And also mushroom moonshine. Uh, if no one has done that before, try it. It's going to be terrible, but do it. I want to see that. I think world. you need to have some sort of sugar to have to like yeah, create you need, alcohol. You need, though. <laughs> you need some sort of yeah. carbohydrate to, to feed the. You're saying yeah. mushrooms. What kind of mushrooms become? are we talking about here? Because well, <laughs> alcohol is a is a byproduct of you know yeast sugar fermentation. fermentation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, you could like flavor the moonshine with mushroom after but you're the fact. I oh. couldn't just take yeast mushrooms and like a pound of white sugar and make Okay, listen, Bill Nice. This is a TTRPG podcast, not some science facts. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently his fun fact today was a fucking spoiler for some <laughs> crazy a possible thing. I want to We're going to get like 20 episodes. Yeah, we're going to get yeah. like 20 mu- episodes in and then we're going to realize, ah, this is where the fever dream comes about. Yes, it's right. like foreshadowing. Walk. It's like that's really loading the gun cap. I appreciate that. <laughs> you walk into the room and you just see a little mushroom Long and he goes, off. Eat me. And then you're like, shit, like, it's oh here. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you still sticking around by then, it's. Yeah, uh, you'll know. You'll be prepared. You'll, you'll, yeah. Uh, who's who's that? Are we going to my right? It's imagining. Selena, it is your turn. I think we should do a figure eight. <gasps> That's awful. <laughs> no. <laughs> what's a, what's a figure eight? <laughs> like a. Okay, I made a move. Yeah, how, sorry, how do you listeners. figure eight five people right, sitting a, in a circle? A Morbius strip. A Morbi- yeah, a Morbius strip. <laughs> Uh, my fun fact is when I was in high school, every time I was about to take a flight, which wasn't too often, but like it happened a few times, I would on purpose watch this Discovery Channel show, which the ent- every single episode was a different real plane crash. Um, and it was like the reenactment and the investigation of the plane crash. And yeah, yeah. We know, but Grace and Amir, like we know this show. It's been on. It was on Discovery yeah, Channel. It was on Discovery Channel, and like, like go find the, the black box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always <laughs> have to find the black box, and then like they have actors reenact it, but then they would also like interview the actual investigators and stuff like that. And I don't know why I was like always wanted to watch it before getting on a plane because obviously oh, it geez. seems like the thing you want to avoid before getting on a plane but in my head I was like this way I'll know the signs this way I'll have like a few seconds on the other people to like you know be like well we're gonna die everyone's gonna be like still realizing it while they're <laughs> dying and I'll, I'll, I'll like be like You'll okay be I can say like say my goodbyes to like me myself and I I guess so right, right. This You're is like, unhinged you'll be in a state of calm Yes. Yeah, um, like probably not. Like I'm just a very anxious person. But uh, <laughs> the one time your anxiety, well, I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, it's like you know when, when you have to breathe finally. Yeah, <laughs> you know when you have those dreams when like you someone's like about to murder you, and then usually you wake up before. No, no, no one. Okay. No, oh wait, no, I've had one dream like that, and it was very weird. Maybe Whoa, I'll say that really? For I'm usually like the one that. who murders in my dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, someone I have dreams where I'm murdering. Yeah, like I'll, I'll have dreams where there's like a monster. Or like like or a tsunami or something and like you're about to die but then like wow. you wake up but every once in a while like i would say like maybe once a year the dream ends where like no it actually does kill you but then you're still dreaming and then you're just kind of like a ghost you're like that wasn't that so what bad happens? what happens you go like one layer up in the dream <laughs> no it's, it's just like you die and then you're just like well 
I'm dead. And then you're just like a ghost. But Selena like you're still watching it. Death, <laughs> I like how you just know you're a ghost too. There's yeah, no well, other like it's dream there. logic. There was a tsunami <laughs> in the middle of Toronto. Like <laughs> so anyways, yeah, like long story short, um, watch plane crash TV shows before you get on a plane and see if it helps with your anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what advice. Andy, I know you've been very anxious today because you don't have a fun fact. So I'm just wondering if you thought of one by now. I have thought. It better be good. It better be it's, good. It's not amazing. It's kind of more of like a story. So you started off on like a really drunk story. I'm like, okay, I can do a drunk story. This was in 2019. I went to Vietnam for like a Christmas vacation and I was in Hanoi. Well, Hanoi will do like street beer kind of thing. Like <laughs> street beer. <laughs> well, they, they roll around every night. Yeah. It's like 3% alcohol and you get like one beer for... Like, oh, they're not fermenting it. They're not like you know making it on there's, the street, are they? They're not making it on the street, but there's no preservatives in it. Right, nice. So, so like it's fresh. you can't really sell it after. And so basically for five days, I've just been drinking. Me, I went with a friend and just all day <laughs> we're walking around, like never getting like super trashed until nighttime. We eventually we were going to like the same stands. So it was our last night. I went back and this is where everything starts getting a little blurry. The owner of the stand was, they started giving me and my friend moonshine. Oh, like, you're Vietnamese moonshine. I'm drinking with the owner and his friends. Oh, my. <laughs> and then the next day, it was our last day. I'm like, okay, we're going to just kind of relax, have a couple drinks here and there. Didn't have any water the, First entire, mistake. the entire day. It's not like he drank a lot that day, but it's... Just water and beer. Yeah. yeah I guess. <laughs> but like you said, it's not like yeah. I drank that much. We got to the airport because we had like an 11, 12 o'clock flight at, that night. And I just start like that instant of like dehydration oh, oh no. my gosh it's or like awful. everything's getting blurry my knees are getting weak i'm like i don't want to pass out Your here joints hurt yeah <laughs> i don't want to like faint or anything here because i want to get the fuck back home that's terrifying i do want to ask our listeners to feel free and just comment their worst joint <laughs> stories because yeah, now i want to know if you, if you i do check it out you could like we'll have some we'll hopefully have a post you could yeah it'd be fun i guess our last one here of course yeah, i didn't have a story i i had like I was thinking of like a fact or like a thing <laughs> about me. I uh, we were just talking about coffee this morning because Selena's was like trying to amp herself up for this. So she were, we were talking about caffeine and I was thinking about um, something that if you guys haven't tried yet, you should try um, yerba mate. Are you familiar with this? Oh, oh excuse type? me. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Hold you're, on. A fan, <laughs> you're a fan of yerba. Are you, you going yerba? to get yerba mate from the yeah, kitchen? Yeah, I could fucking go for some yerba right now. <laughs> Fuck is a yerba mate. Do you have a gourd too? It's a type of fermented drink, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a fermented. There's another uh, coffee so alternative. There's some. Just well. the, here's the fact. Actually, there are some um, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical drugs that have just been uh, approved in that are that are were designed for people with diabetes that are now available to individuals who are obese, and it is. Um, it's it's kind of in these late stage. There's a couple different brands that do it. Um, a couple different companies. There it is, right there. Fucking <laughs> here. This is great. Whoa. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, um, and the way that these work are um, uh, to promote satiety and and a couple other things. They also help with insulin production for people who are insulin resistant. Really, is um, GLP one glucagon like peptide one um, receptor antagonists RAs and a natural. This is like going to be. This is very popular. I think people are probably, you know, this is might be the next prescription craze but oh. particularly as it comes to how 
how people could do it without the pharmacological method. There's actually GLP-1 inside of yerba mate, assuming it's not mm. the smoked variety and you don't have any carcinogenic. Um, so you could you can drink benefits. it to get a similar sort of yes, effect. and it's caffeinated. So it's kind of an interesting way uh, to to. Um, Yes. I just wanted to add that none of us here are medical experts. And yes. once again, we're just the TTRPG <laughs> uh, podcast. Yeah. We're yeah. not trying to give any health and wellness advice. No, no, no what you I'm need, you saying, need to I, start fact, eating I'm, kimchi. What I'm saying is, you know, don't buy it. Don't, <laughs> don't buy any pharmacological drugs. Drink yerba mate. But you can drink yerba mate because it's just tea. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe we'll, we'll make some. We'll try it during our little break. So... Last session, you all met without planning to Mariposa, the very famous bard and member of the Mighty Monster Slayers Adventurers Group, which is well known throughout this sort of continent. Mariposa used Dominate Monster, a high-level spell, to force Gibbles to give the scroll to them. However... Thanks to Dr. Al slightly distracting them with a very, very precious lentil recipe, uh, Mariposa was distracted enough for you to use a iron pin to reveal that they were a changeling and uh, remove their sort of deception pretending to be the book fairy. You then proceeded to not die, which is good, as a thunder wave was cast to simply uh, leave you behind, and Mariposa seemed disappointed that the scroll was a dead end. They teleported out uh, with their loot and their beautiful clothes and wonderful hair and elvish form, and you then talked to Nevermore a little bit as you walked towards Crawl Space to go back to the saloon where you could have a, a short rest, which in the saloon, thanks to its properties, counts as a long rest. There you spoke a little bit again to abstinence and asked uh, Nevermore about the group that Nevermore kind of accidentally dropped the name of to you, uh, since Nevermore is not the most socially adept, but quite smart uh, necromancer in training. And you found out that they were going to meet a member of Eureka. They told you that Miss, Mr. Grimsby, Father Grimsby, was a member and that that was their sort of plan to go and meet with him. And after taking your rest and going towards the fa uh, Forefather Council Chambers during the night, you spoke to Grimsby, who revealed what Eureka was, a sort of organization of uh, like-minded individuals scattered across Lull. Uh, you don't know how far, but at least in this continent, there appears to be some, and that that uh, Nevermore was coming to basically ask to find out what our contact was to discuss the book that they had found, a book that was very much similar to Nix's book. It was also revealed that because Nevermore had come with the Creaking Carnival, which is where Nevermore is from, towards uh, uh, Forefront to speak to Father Grimsby, that they had passed through Briarsburg and that it had been basically ruined and it had been destroyed and a revelation that the book was easily trackable via Detect Magic made it so that Nix came to the realization that if Nix's family was in the town, the book may have been taken. Or trying to see if that was the case, Nix wrote on their arm, giving some information about their sister, who they found out was married, cousin? or cousin. their cousin. Uh, thank you. Uh, their cousin. Mother? Uh, mother. <laughs> uh, mother. Who found brother. out that they were married. And that they were with a other individual named Arthur. And 
they were exploring or maybe researching something related to the books or something else uh, archaeology or anthropology-wise. But Grimsby did not know about the details, just that they had passed through town recently and had gone towards Starfall. The group uh, was told by Nevermort that you could bring the monsters to the Creaking Carnival, but Grimsby said you would need to go through a deeper part of the ruins of the city below, which they then revealed was a old home of a group called the Valak, a group that Linnefell's coven referred to as nature spirits, but uh, appear to have been here before the humanoids ever built the city on top of this hill of stone. Following that reveal, uh, you went back to pick up abstinence to offer abstinence uh, a uh, second chance, but not a third or a fourth, as was stated. And abstinence now accepting a little bit more uh, the fact that he wasn't going to be able to go back to being a witch hunter is now wearing a colorful frilly uh, upper shirt and tight black pants and is... Uh, here to help you on your quest with Nevermore uh, to find a way to lead the monsters out. You went scouting down deeper into the space and you found a path that brought you into a large sort of what looked like cavern that used to have a stairway that had collapsed. On the sides of it were these uh, mushrooms that all glowed different colors, either yellow, red, green, or blue and a large pile of vines that were kind of in a, a sort of clump. And behind that, uh, a doorway 20 feet up in the air on a little lip. We had Dr. Al go to inspect the mushrooms, touching one of the yellow mushrooms and causing a surge of magic to fill their body. They then were affected by the haste spell, but sigils on the walls, which Linnefell had noticed, started to activate and a mound of shambling vines and mushrooms and other plant material started to move towards the group. Right now, the group was comprised of all of the main cast, as well as Nevermore and Abstinence. So I will ask everyone here to roll initiative. Ooh. Nevermore and Abstinence. Two sides of the same coin. <laughs> Related. Nat 20. By contact. Ooh! For, initiative. For initiative. Congratulations. So that would be um 23. Eleven. Ten. Eighteen. So the order of the fight is Linnefell, Abstinence, who I've shortened as abs because it's easier for me to do on my list, but I find it funny. Uh, Nevermore, uh, the plant creature, Gibbles, Al, and then Nyx. Everyone um, rolled so high. I thought yeah, it was I was going to say, like, 18 was good. Mm-hmm. So Linnefell, what will you like? What, what would you like to do? You are within a um, space that is 60 feet long and 30 feet wide. There are mushrooms at the edges of the colors that you see. Uh, there was only one yellow mushroom. It seemed to have been kind of uh, large and, and taking up a big corner. But there are some red, blue, and <laughs> green mushrooms, as well as the large creature in the center and the doorway past this, which you have to find a way up as well for the monsters to get out if you're going to go this yeah. way. Uh, is 20 feet in the air. Let it be known that I have been granted haste now, and my walking speed is now 80 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, isn't it like with haste, don't you get like two actions or something? You get two actions, your AC increases by plus two, and your walking speed doubles. If you act quickly, you can touch the yellow mushrooms, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said there was only one. There was only one that oh. was there, and you see the magic flow out of it into... I think you have a button for that now. Oh, wait. Middle look, one. The middle one. This happens. <laughs> 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 
Well, all right. So do I recognize any of the ruins? Um, do you an like, arcana check. You, you did uh, last time recognize that they are similar to your coven, but that was you only rolled high enough to know that they're similar to your coven themselves. I'll give you one last chance. It's an eight. Yeah, no, they just appear very similar. Uh, you can attempt to like investigate them f further, like closer, but you have to get beside them. Right now you're too far away to get any more information. No, I'm just going to... What's like the next most... So the yellow mushrooms are gone. Yeah, there's red, blue, and green. What is there the least amount of? Uh, that yellow was the Come one. On. Yeah, <laughs> you studied this as a child. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what is what's good? What's bad? That's what I want to find out. Whatever's rarest is obviously the best one, right? Um, <laughs> there, the one that is the least is probably red. That there's less red than there are blue or yellow. Or blue or uh, green. This sounds like a school math problem. They're like, there are two yellow <laughs> mushrooms. And then there is also twice that many blue ones. But then what there's three choose? times that many of the... And it's like, so okay. when does the train arrive? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just go ahead and first I'm going to look at Dr. Al. Because I'm just going to buff Dr. Al. Okay. Dr. Al, you're, uh, your I robes are magnificent this day. Uh, I... Feel uh, very strange. I'm not. I feel good. You're looking fast, and you look mighty fine, look darling. Fast. <laughs> uh, so I'm giving you an inspiration. My hair is just like <laughs> slicked back. Okay. Yeah. You're in a constant wind tunnel. <laughs> it seems like there's a there's a breeze, but just because you're robes, but there's no breeze down here. Just constantly moving. Yeah. But yeah, so you're inspired. Bardic inspiration um, given. Bardic inspiration. So that's a D6. Addition. In addition to the uh, D4 if you want to use it in any... I'm role. feeling very, very good. Inspired. <laughs> Even. I'll run over and I'll work. take... I'm going to try the blue mushroom. Okay. You touch the blue mushroom and you feel yourself invigorated with some magic. Please roll a D10. Ah. 10. You get 10 temporary HP. Oh, shit. So you see it again. The magic fades out of the mushroom. And now this thing kind of, as it's moving up, looks and splits what looks like two sort of like plant bulbs looking at now both Linafel oh. and Dr. Al. You're eating its children. And that was my turn, I assume. Yes. If you have anything else you want to do. I just get closer to the party, I guess. Yeah. Like Object interaction is fine. <laughs> you can touch it and do something else if you have an action you wanted to use. But oh. um. you can just touch that one for free. How far away am I from the creature? 30 feet. I'll, I'll just cast Vicious Mockery. Let's just see what happens. I shall do a wisdom save, I yes. believe. My save is 14. They pass with with a 17. Yeah, yeah, it passes. So what nothing. One of these happens. has got to be bad mushroom, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of, what are they, four? Four of them? Yeah. Uh, you, uh, from a one glance, saw those colors... As you've touched one of the other, like you've now both touched them and gone to the clusters, you see that there are so a lot of smaller mushrooms that are kind of under them mm. and they're moving a bit. Well, they're the undulating. Destroying angels are hidden underneath. <laughs> <laughs> the evil mushrooms. Are there. Uh, they look a little purple. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, that's my turn. Then I'm just going to be back by the group. Uh, okay. Next one to go then is our wonderful uh, abs. Abstinence. <laughs> Does he actually have abs? Our wonderful abs. Yeah, weirdly enough. He doesn't have a lot to do in his spare time, so he works out too much. Building um, fights and working out. <laughs> you yeah. see him pulls his sword out. He says, I shall 
prove to all of you that I, that I, I'm part of the group, right? Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, and then he kind of like walks forward and just like goes to the, the moving pile of plants and goes, have at thee. I would. Stabs one of them. <laughs> I, I, no, I would rather you huh? forage these mushrooms. There's so much to learn from them. Okay. Um. He he's as he's instead of instead of walking there, he goes to a mushroom pile. Uh. He'll go with one that wasn't touched. He touches he touches a red one. Wait. As he's doing that, Gibbles but be, will be careful. Like, Don't touch with bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> Gibbles will be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Don't listen to him. Just burn them all. Burn them all." There was a dangerous mushrooms. I'm telling you, we have discovered something quite interesting. You see, he touches the red mushroom. Be afraid of the unknown. <laughs> what? Why should I be afraid of the unknown? I'm I'm part of the secular uh, no, world. You shouldn't. Touches the, <laughs> you touches should embrace the, the unknown. Yes, uh, touches the mushroom. And you see, he kind of goes, oh, I feel interesting. And you uh-huh. see a bunch of mushrooms start to pop off his body. Oh. He has additional plus two AC for one minute. Uh, well, these mushrooms now grow out of him. And he goes... Oh my dear! Oh is dear this pu- am I, am I, What's happening? Puberty? <laughs> is this puberty? Yes, that's puberty. I was never taught what it was. I just kind of found out that it was the thing that happens to people. Oh my god! And he kind of is <laughs> looking at his, right his armor. Uh, right. He doesn't attack because you were like, "Don't attack anything right now." And then we have Nevermore. Nevermore is like, should I get rid of the creature in the? In the se- I could attack it. What should I do? Well, don't touch the mushrooms cre- clearly. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, um, what I have learned is that a, a creature is more likely afraid of you than you are of it. Okay. Um, I'll just go around. With respect. Kind of like walks 30 feet around the thing that's starting to animate and just prepares an action. Because, again, it's like, what are we getting? I'm getting interesting. <laughs> we very helpful. Here. We give the worst advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about you, darling, but the mushroom I had has been divine. <laughs> Nevermore steps around. is now 30 feet kind of beside the creature, but uh, not next to it. Uh, has, has still maintained about 10 or 15 feet uh, distance from the vines that are moving. And then the vines activate fully. So you see the sigils kind of whoosh off and the mushroom areas, there are four kind of clusters in each corner. Two of the clusters have been touched. So you see that a swarm of small little mushrooms kind of all grow what looks like facsimiles of eyes just like on their face. And they begin to move around and swarm around Dr. Al and Linnefell and Abstinence, which, by the way, Abstinence went to the same cluster that Linnefell went to. So okay. it's just kind of over there. And they seem to swarm around while this thing now gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it reacts with the sigils and goes and basically has to decide between two targets. It will go towards the, where there is the largest amount of people that are possibly dangerous to it. So it sort of shambles over this collection of vines and mushrooms and other organic matter that's kind of making form and proceeds to attack both Linnefell and Abstinence uh, and will roll uh, two sort of slam attacks. I did not see that coming. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I saw is, it about away. <laughs> an 11 to hit Linnefell. That's a miss. I, okay. I assumed a benevolent creature. <laughs> Uh, a 21 to hit <laughs> abstinence. Probably no as well. That does hit. <laughs> I don't know. I thought 20, abstinence could take 18, I think, is what it is. It's the age of... <laughs> <laughs> it's the age of consent. I wondered what you were going to do with that. 
15 damage to to abstinence. Oh, thank God that wasn't me. <laughs> you see, literally, abstinence get hit and st- like stumble uh, as you hear crunching, and he's like, "Oh, my ribs! Oh, oh, it hurts!" Uh, and then proceeds to like square up, but has taken 15 damage. After the that goes, we do have some swarms of mushrooms. They will attack Linafel and our wonderful Dr. Al. So let us see what those uh, do. Hello, good friend. We are we come in peace and we are mere researchers. They don't seem to speak a language that you can understand. They just sort of seemingly kind of I make a bunch of There has <laughs> been some misunderstanding. We just want to pass. <laughs> 15 to hit. Uh, yeah. Or no, sorry, actually 11 to hit. Oh, 11 to You're hit. Fine. Nope. You're good. And then to Linafel, 18 to hit. That misses. No, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You will take 11 damage. There goes the temporary HP. Linafel, Al, and um, Abstinence, uh, please make a constitution saving throw. Uh, mine's a nine. Okay. Uh, 16. Uh, Nat 20 for for abstinence. Uh, So (laughs) abstinence and Dr. Al are unaffected by the spores that these things produce, which reduce your speed by half because you're coughing from them. So Lenafel, you start to... (coughs) And uh, abstinence goes... Absolutely fascinating. My lungs are on fire. I feel alive. Is, (laughs) Is this... I mean, I asked again, but is this puberty? Well, I, I, I don't know. I just keep shouting, yes! <laughs> I don't really go oh through a type of puberty, so to speak. I, I, uh, oh. I, I'm more mature from a tadpole like <laughs> <laughs> being into a oh, okay. continuous stroke. <laughs> Interesting. Um, my entire world is being thrown into chaos. Uh, now, with them going, it is now Gibble's turn. I will cast... Shadowbolt. <laughs> oh, to the big monster. Okay. What? You've never casted that before. I, you know, new it, year, new me. Is this, is this <laughs> some yeah. new level four shit? It's, <laughs> <laughs> we just leveled up, you know. Does a 10 hit? A 10 misses. Oh. It kind of clicks and hits one of the vines, but doesn't strike anything that would be classified as like a core part of its, of its body. That creature is so dangerous. Even you. my attack can't <laughs> penetrate it. Give yeah. you a 20 for trying. <laughs> I guess that would be I will just back up a little you know like 10 feet you can go 10 it. feet into the no, cavern into space the, into like, it. like back away but you will lose line of sight because it's got like a curve uh, mm, in nah, the then cavern I'm just gonna, uh, you know I'm gonna s- not do that but okay. still be the furthest away okay. from you are the furthest <laughs> Thank uh, you. Dr. Al it is your turn I will try to uh, can I do a nature or arcana or is it magic? Nature here. Nature okay. uh, or arcana works too, but you would just discover something about the sigils, not the plants. I'll I want to know about the plants. Okay. I think I'm more interested in um oops. Oh. Uh 8. <laughs> An 8 is not enough to deduce what they are, just that these appear to be some form of <laughs> conglomeration of magical plants. These these don't appear to be fully natural. If they are the sigils wouldn't make any sense. Like they would just be a species that happens to live in the caverns. Um, I'm gonna uh, okay. I'm gonna use my haste yes. to um, uh, to sprint over. So there were mushrooms at the back of the yeah. So in the left and right corners uh, at the front of this cavern, uh, there are mushroom swarms, and those mushrooms are okay. touched. And then there's the large creature in the center. It's moved. 
20 feet forward. So it's it's now in the front half of the room. To ah. get behind it, there's a now like 40 feet of space okay. behind it. I'm going to spread. So I'm going to lift up my robes, okay, and create kind of like a like a shirt bucket, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a apron where I can fill it with. It's almost like yeah. a makeshift bag. And I'm going to run. Ah! And I'm going <laughs> to try to scavenge mushrooms, as many as I can, specimens as I can. Okay. I must preserve these for further inspection. Great. So you pull you pull up. I'll let you grab the yellow one you would touch that no longer gives the ability. Uh, and then uh, please roll me just a D4. D4. Because some of them are quite large. I assume you're going for the larger ones that are like more juicy. Yeah, okay. you can borrow my D4. More juicy. Four. Wow, okay. Four is a good chunk. You're going to get four mushrooms. In the moment, I won't tell you what you get because you're just rushing past and not really looking as much. But you're you're like kind of grabbing whatever looks good and you're just, you out of the ones you're grabbing and kind of trying to keep in your little bucket of shirt, uh, you have four in there by the time you get past uh, that are, are significant, good quality uh, and, and not damaged. And now you are, I assume, directly behind the creature or do you want to get to the other end of the room? Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep going to the other end okay. of the room. So you get to the other end. Look for a escape or something. Yes. You get to the other end. You see that 20 feet up there is a lip and there is a doorway there. But the stairway that used uh -huh. to be here has fallen apart and is no longer usable. It, it just has kind of collapsed. It's okay. very old. You realize these ruins are probably... Ruined. Ruined. But probably not just like hundreds of years old, but like thousands upon thousands of years old. Do you, do, how high is it? 20 feet. 20 feet. And how, what's my jump? Uh, jump calculations are based off of a annoying set of math, but I can look that up for you. So give me one second. <laughs> Commercial break. <laughs> Our sponsor. Sponsored by HelloFresh. Yeah, HelloFresh. <laughs> what is your strength score? My strength is um, like total. Yes. Eight. We're a very strong group. How tall are you estimated? estimated. Uh, I think I'm. 6'3 or something? Six no, you're not. I'm looking at you right now. You're not 6'3. Well, you know, it's fantasy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have Step of the Wind. I'm 5'3. I'm actually 5'2, but I was imagining a fantasy character where I could be 5'3. <laughs> so, sponsor, JK Rowling. You can jump, according to DD rules raw, a total of four feet off the ground. What? <laughs> Dude, Wait, man, what? That's a 48 inch vertical. <laughs> that's or it's pretty you're fucking good. good. You're good at freaking two jumping. feet off the ground if you don't run. And this is of course if using step of the two wind. Two feet. <laughs> oh, so this is with step of the wind. Yeah, so, so this, step of the wind. It's four feet. Say, you're saying and two feet. I can. Oh, so it's really only twenty four. fucking sh like Shaq can jump <laughs> higher than this. I thought this is gonna be more based on yeah. Dex. I'm like, no. oh, this would be good for so, him. Yeah. Fun thing about jumping. Jumping in D&D, for any listeners, is based off your strength score. And if you have specific feats or abilities that increase it, now Step of the Wind does, but the problem is, I believe it's your strength score times a certain number, is how far you jump. Okay. So, okay, so, so wait, my arms are how long? Let's do the math here, seriously. Okay, you can grab something 13.3 feet off the ground, according to okay, okay, okay. this, if okay. you are uh, running... Step. And then if you weren't running, you can jump and grab something that is... With my step of wind? 11.3, yeah. So if you're a you professional bodybuilder or, or a sumo wrestler, you, jump you can jump high. like 10 yeah. feet up. So we can have like a 300-pound barbarian. Oh, there is a way to do this. If you play a, a, totem, a bear totem barbarian and you take the athlete feet and you cast the jump spell, you can jump horizontally 120 feet. Holy shit. But smokes you need over. to use a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's hard to do it. That's a kick-ass game of hot. 
hopscotch. Um, okay, well, uh, maybe I'll 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 look. Is there? Can I investigate? If there's another way up? If there's some, you can do an investigation next turn, okay. probably uh, because you did the nature check as you're running around yeah. to uh, check I'll for maybe a way to climb up. Yeah, if yeah, you if you want. I'll have to climb, I think. Okay, and you can put those mushrooms in a bag, so you have them now okay. protected. I will and store not, them. Yes, you have four. You're not just trying to fight while you carry mushrooms. four mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friends, uh, my <laughs> but my mushrooms. And now it is Nix's turn. Hello. Um, I quickly shift in because right now I'm in goblin form, and I want to have a little bit more moving speed. So yes. I switch into my Freed of the Fierce orc form, super buff orc. With like tusks, but like papy long stocking, red hair and braids. Just, I, I love her. And oh then, yeah, I love her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then I take out a rapier I took off of uh, one of the. Uh, we don't call them pilgrims. What are they? Called? Witch hunters. The, one of the witch hunters. You're not doing daggers anymore. I didn't realize I could use a rapier. All right. <laughs> oh, I liked you as a dagger person. Yeah, I like that too. A little stabby stab. More of a stabby stabster result. Wait, are we saying that it's more stabby stabby with the daggers, or is it more rapier? stabby stabby with it's the more rapiers? More slashy slashy with the rapier. Also, are you, are you telling me is using a rapier? So do you want to be compared to abstinence? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're bullying you. Uh, is what we're we getting. We are at. judging you're you. Saying, right pull now. out your goddamn dagger. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I pull can't tell. If do I, your daggers. Yeah. Really? Do it's only one D four. I, I can't. I'm looking at Andy, and I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. Just for uh, shits and giggles. Obviously, you should use the rapier, but the daggers are more fun. We've never had this many choices. So. This po- <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by men who bully women. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Abra, let me mansplain to you why. (laughs) Here's why you should use the daggers, okay? One. (laughs) Fuck all of you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to eat one of the mushrooms. (laughs) I look look between the daggers and the rapier. I have too many people yelling at me about my weapon choices, and I decide to have a snack instead. Okay, uh, Um, what color are you going to eat? Blue, red, or green? I'm going to go with the one that hasn't been eaten yet, which therefore has the highest likelihood of being bad. Um, and I take the green mushroom. Okay. Wait, you said blue, yellow, or green? Uh, blue, red, or green. Green. Yeah, I take the green. Okay. Please roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, fuck. I Though you have advantage because of your immunity to poisons. Oh, maybe I still get something. I remember everyone still has a coven mark. So I, I add my save. constitution modifier, right? Yeah. So with my con modifier, that is 17. Okay. A 17 means that you feel this thing like kind of start to give you energy and power. Um, but because you ate it, the effects are doubled with a disadvantage. So first of all, you gain advantage on the next two skill checks you make. Fun. After you do them, you have disadvantage on the next skill so check. So I get make. two skill checks with advantage followed by one skill check with disadvantage. Yes. Or I'll just hit on someone for the third one. And then, <laughs> um, I mean, I may not make you roll for that. Ah, uh, and um, <laughs> and then is that my full action? That is just a one. That's your object interaction, and you can still move. And I, I'll say you could eating it is more of a thing you'd have to do, like spend time. So uh, I'll let you use an action though, because you can just like grab one as you're running and and quickly pop <laughs> it's it. A, it's a to go snack. Yeah. Um, and how close am I to the big mush? It's uh, at the moment because you're at the entrance, uh, only ten fifteen feet away from you. Is there anyone in between me and big mush? Uh, no, but there are people beside you that are closer, specifically Linafel and Absolute. <gasps> Wait, I have advantage. I throw a dagger. <laughs> you can do that if you wish. I throw a dagger. Okay, roll an attack. Why roll. don't you throw a rapier, huh? Uh, <laughs> no one is within five feet, so you can't sneak attack at this point. 
with advantage, right? Uh, no, because uh, no one is beside it. You just get to roll dagger to attack. Oh, but but I ate it, and then I That's get for skill for checks. skill checks. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, um, yeah. You know what? No, also for attack rolls, <laughs> you get to that advantage, but for the first Ooh, one. Okay, I'm, that okay. will hit. You'll hit once, and then it takes. How much is that? 20. <laughs> no, not. I can see it. It's five. Five. That's okay. That's, That's good. five more than anyone else has done. Yeah, and it immediately mm-hmm. starts to mm-hmm. kind of look towards the thing that hit it as well. So it's now aware of three of you. Uh, four of you, Are we actually. fighting this thing? I think we have to. Okay. Okay, that wasn't made clear to me. I thought we were just it really like, up to I, I just like we, in their yeah. garden or something. Well, I, I mean, I, <laughs> to get out. Complete metagaming here. Like, I have no idea. I have, yeah. If you don't get rid of it, the monsters can't come yeah. this way. Yeah. 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 Like, that's the whole point. We got to right. get them out. And it's also, it's not like we could get up there. None of us. I forgot what our. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. All of us are very weak, and it turns out we can't jump. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought we were urban foraging, and I just. Maybe we can urban forage after. Lenafel, it's your tournament. You can decide. It is 10 feet away from you. Uh, yes, but I have restricted movement. Yeah, half. Because I failed. So 15. And I have the little things next to me, right? Yes, you are also next to a swarm. They're actually in your space, so they're yeah. kind of around you. So how does attacking a swarm work? Uh, you attack a swarm like normal. So a swarm just means that uh, they, they tend to have very low stats uh, for dodging any AoE effects. Um, and they... Uh, will be less effective as you kill them. So when they get to half HP, they start to have less damage or a lower attack chance or more likely to miss. Right now, they're just a big clump and you could attack them with regular attacks and kill a few or you could do AoE attacks. Okay. Oh, it's not like I have that many AoE attacks. How close is um, Abs? Abs is right beside you. Okay, that was the concern. Because <laughs> the issue is the only spell I can really do is Thunderclap, but that would hurt Abs. Okay, I'm just gonna stab at them with um my okay. rapier. Make your attack. Make sure to engage your core. Wait, you're using a rapier, Andy. Yeah, that yeah, is the a 18. And let me 18 tell you why it hit. makes sense for him <laughs> to use a rapier. <laughs> that is five damage. It is reduced by half due to the fact that they're resistant to slashing, piercing, or bludgeoning damage. Okay, that's... so you see that it cuts a few of them, but there's so many it's hard to kill more, so they take two damage. Okay. Three. Well, in either case, I'm just going to attack again with my dagger. Uh, yes, you can do your uh, second hand, offhand attack. Oh, that fell. I'll be true and I'll count it because I can see it as a 10. So. That will miss. And nothing really I can do. Okay. Now it is abstinence, unless you want to move as well, if you would like to. But that would be just, you may trigger opportunity Yeah, attacks. I was going to say, if I move, I get opportunity attack. Only from the swarm. Because of reach, you could technically move all the way around the creature and stay within it threatened area no i I can't move because i will just get hit and i will die (laughs) so abstinence stands up and sort of takes his sword and says i mean i haven't used this in quite a while and goes to cast a spell currently he's in a crisis of faith so all of his spells have either disadvantage or the creature who is suffering from them has advantage on the save and he attempts to cast inflict wounds (laughs) on the large uh, basically, uh, I think big he's going to target the large creature. Big mush. The the big mush. Oh, I should have. No, I don't want to inspire him. Fourteen. Come on, abstinence. We believe in you. Which is not enough. Do he's one believe? off. So you see, like 
goes to Cassett and he he kind of starts to in in re, use the witch hunter method of in, in, of using magic. So you see a lot of like a bunch of prayers get said, but partway through the prayer, he's like, "I can't. That's fucking stupid. I mean, why? Why would this work? I'm so." Uh, and you see that he kind of falters and the spell fall, uh, falls apart because he just doesn't have faith in his own sort of abilities. Can I shout out to abstinence and just be like, have you ever been poisoned before? I mean, when I first drank, I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're used to it. Grab one of the red mushrooms. <laughs> okay, grabs it and eats it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that way he'll get advantage. <laughs> no, the red one's getting uh, see. So let's do a concert. Oh, red one. Yeah. He already has um, red one. Doesn't, doesn't he have red already? He does. So he, okay. Get more so red. what you see is he gets plus four AC additional. However, gonna, his legs solidify into clumps he's of turn into armor. armor. <laughs> so you can't move well. And he currently has half his speed reduced again. So with all the spores, he can't move. He's just he. I thought he ball. passed his... Oh, he can. So he has half speed movement right now. He can only move half his speed. He has plus six to his AC, but is basically a, a, just a pile of mushrooms. His legs are kind of solidified into mushroom growths. Did I say red? I meant green. Absolute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm colorblind. Stay right there. Abs- just understand. Don't abs- move. We'll abs- get you. You abs- look great. Abs, dear, we really need you to, to, to hit. Okay. Uh, Stab! You need to kill you. You were killing monsters for I don't know how long, for too long, but I just need you to kill this one. Yes, like, yes, abs. I'm talking high intensity <laughs> <laughs> interval. Tra- how am I supposed to do that when my thighs Hit. are so thick now? I don't yeah. like That's it. That's definitely puberty. Um. You gotta let them clap. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sinful. What kind of fun? Damn it! <laughs> and he just starts like trying to clap his butt cheeks together, <laughs> but it is um, a mess as he's also setting the war, the war beat, like <laughs> and he claps, the drums of he war. He casts thunderclap. Uh-huh. Yeah, with his with his sword out uh, now, like have that the demon, whatever you are, I won't let my new thighs stop me. Just because I ate one cake and I was really depressed doesn't mean I won't be able to get back into shape. That's that. That's the spirit. Podcast sponsored by Kim Kardashian's <laughs> thick ass. <laughs> um, she got that reversed. What? Oh, wow. I didn't know. Yeah. No, yeah, really. Huh. No, we know. Uh, this, so abstinence also has hope. Reversal. <laughs> uh, and after abstinence, it is now Nevermore. Nevermore had held an action, but uh, is basically going to do it at the end of abstinence's turn. You see, I, I can only do this once, but it should help. And casts Blight, which is a very powerful spell in this moment, because Blight does max damage to plants. So if it fails, it'll take the full amount of damage, which is 8d8. Arola, uh, uh, I believe it is a constitution saving throw for Blight for this creature. It has disadvantage as a plant. It only gets a 13, so it's going to take maximum damage of 8d8. Uh, it takes uh, 64 damage. And you see it it really react to that and look directly at Nevermore. It is now aware Nevermore is the threat to at least them. They think that they're the threat. What they don't realize is that abstinence is the real threat. Abstinence <laughs> <laughs> is the real danger. Those um, once he catches up. <laughs> uh, Nevermore's turn. Nevermore is cast Blight. Uh, basically, 
goes to disengage because is within range. Actually, is out of range right now, but is worried. So is going to move and take the dodge action, uh, realizing it's now turned directly at ne- to look at Nevermore uh, and moves a little bit closer to uh, Dr. Al, but is not uh, within uh, directly by Dr. Al. Now, after that, uh, we have its turn and it just sort of turns and leaves. Uh, it's not within threatened range of anyone. So it moves out of the way and goes towards Nevermore. It moves there very quickly, and you see that Nevermore is going to have to dodge some attacks, but has advantage because they took the dodge action. With a 15 to hit, which will hit, or, but disadvantage. Yeah, so the first one should hit with a, with a 15. And the second one will hit with a 18. So the 15 is just enough to hit Nevermore. Nevermore doesn't have mage armor on right now and is uh, only has a, a small AC. She's going to take 26 damage, which means that her other 35, she's down to nine. That was correct math. Hooray, I did it correctly. Um, and she's also not only grappled, she's engulfed into the plant monster. Oh, fuck. Which is very bad. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and, oh, my gosh. Our oh, cool friend. The one thing she's able to do as she's getting sucked in, which I forgot she has this action, even though it's a bonus action, you see that before she got absorbed, she was casting a spell. And as she's absorbed in, you see this, like, basically a zombie come up and just kind of go, I'm here, guys. Where? Nevermore. Nevermore, where are you? What? What's happening? Who are you? Hi. I'm, ah! I'm, 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 my, hi. Uh, don't. Who are you? Who are we're you? A little, we're a little busy. I, I'm a I'm a zombie. Name's uh, 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 the big is The problem. Okay, I'll deal with that first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, goes, like is immediately <laughs> just was distracted. How do you do? But <laughs> there's pressing issues. And you see, just starts to like shamble to try and help Nevermore, but is only a zombie. Okay, uh, next person to go is. Uh, Gibbles, but I, I will actually do one last thing, which is the swarms of mushrooms. One attacking and missing with a 12, I think. That misses. And then attacking abstinence. Yeah, as well, missing. And the final one moves towards where Nevermore was, but does not attack anyone else. Now it is Gibbles' turn. Gibbles has underestimated his foe, but he will not do that mistake again. Uh, did you wild magic, sir? <gasps> oh, I forgot to do that last turn here. Let me just do it now. 18 so you're fine <laughs> yeah i will cast chaos bolt okay but this time it will not miss because i believe in myself and a d4 that's right and you're inspired <gasps> oh, oh natural 20 oh my wow. god yes. <laughs> okay wild Just magic surge as well keep believing in yourself everybody this <laughs> is the moral of today's episode <laughs> you're fine so my first roll deals 14 damage and Ooh. the damage is it's a plant, right? Yes. Hmm. Lightning? You see that your damage is absorbed into the creature and unaffects it, and instead goes and powers the sigils on the outside that are sort of seemingly activating it. Oh, wait. it's a, It was a critical strike, so let me just do another yes, quick Yes, the round. first one, if it's lightning damage, it's immune to lightning damage. Well, the second one is 16. Psychic or fourth? What do you guys think? Psychic or fourth? Psychic. Well, I should try to talk to this thing. Okay, psychic damage. Psychic damage. <laughs> Not great. The the lightning hits it, and you see it powers up the things uh, on the side, the sort of sigils on the wall a little bit, and then the other one is just like 
nothing seems to hit it, but it starts to shake and shiver as if it's being affected. Uh, and the, the sigils kind of shake as if they're, the connection to them is being blocked a little. Does Nevermore take any damage? No, not inside. I don't know, guys. I hit it with all I've got. I believed and my belief wasn't enough. What do I do now? My face is broken. Do Punch it. Punch it. Look, I have tiny hands. I can't really punch with my tiny hands. When when you if did only it, I had tiny hands. Maybe <laughs> I could get out of my predicament. Um, lo- looking at Gibbles and at Abstinence, are they near the runes on the wall? No, uh, they're the runes on the wall are midway through. Uh, Nevermore was closest to them. Ah, shit. Maybe I don't know if if you can't punch it and your stuff's not working. Maybe try and mess with the runes, but I. I don't have high hopes that it'll do anything, but if you're just looking for something to do. We say very casually. We say very casually. <laughs> <laughs> just looking for something. You, know. <laughs> you have nothing Keep better to do with your time. I guess it, I could try. Can I, can I do a perception or you would do arcana. Investi- arcana? Okay, I can do Arcana. No. <laughs> What's wrong? It's a three. No. <laughs> You've never seen this type of magic before. This seems like magic you weren't taught about at school. Next one to go then will be Dr. Al. Okay, I'm going to look uh, frantically for some way to get up, c- climb up this, okay. uh, the wall here. Investigation check. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. Uh, the room is very dark, and even with dark vision, you're finding that the stairway must have been built um, kind of like of organic matter and just installed into the side, so maybe wood or something, and that's absolutely fallen away Completely and just rotted. Just totally... Um, decayed and you could uh, you but you do I, even with watch. a nine i'll say it's climbable it's easy enough to see that it's climbable it's just that it's a difficult climb all right damn you beast <laughs> can i make a two-handed attack with a quarter staff yes you can all right 15 a uh, 15 just hits oh only four damage Four damage. Four damage, but I can do an arm strike as well. Well, and also you're hasted, right? So you don't you get two attacks? You do. Oh, two regular attacks with a two-handed weapon. You get weapon? two actions. So two actions, two full actions. Be. Okay, yeah. and I, I will. I'll take another hit with the um, with my uh, core staff. Yeah. Eighteen. That also hit. Okay. Uh, five damage on that one, and then I'll take my my unarmed strike as well. Punch is less damage, but. No, that's eight. No, nope, will not hit. Do I get one on the uh, bonus action? On, on no, just bonus action on no. my turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's all my actions. Okay. You are beside oh. it now. You kind of punch into it, and you kind of see for a brief moment Nevermore kind of stuck in there and being crushed. Uh, luckily, doesn't have to breathe, being undead, but absolutely is going to possibly take more damage if she doesn't get out of this. Oh, one thing I want to do. Yes. I want to do a um, hand of harm. Oh yes, chronic damage as a lot for my my one attack. Yes, you can add that on. Uh, I think when you yeah unarmed strike, uh, you can you can use it and then add a, a bit of necrotic damage to the hit. Oh, only two damage. Okay, two damage. Still, that's that. Everything counts. Damage crew. Um, <laughs> I'm not hitting with full force yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more better at getting people to attack each other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But this is a big mindless creature, Nyx, or possibly mindless creature. You don't know. Nyx, I'm not so turn. sure. Yeah, it could be a lot. Quite elaborate. I'm, I'm really. Um, how close am I to? It's now moved further away from you. It's now at least 20, uh, 40 feet away from you. Your dagger's on the floor. Okay, 
Um, or actually was in it because it hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, has it been like sucked into it? Yeah, it's been sucked into okay. it. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I want to do, and then you tell me if I'm, you tell me what I need to do. I tell you what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so I want to run up to it and then try and stick my hand in it and grab Nevermore and yank her out. Okay, you could do this. It would be a strength check because you're physically trying to pull them out of grappling. But I have advantage. You do. It's also looks quite strong. So really, it's up to you if you would like to give it a shot. It, you might as well give it a try if you want. It, you could get a nat 20. I would need it. That's the face of I would need a nat 20. <laughs> you might need a nat 20, but you would have to beat its uh, it'll be a contested strength check. And the save, The it has a plus five. No, plus four to its strength. Throw another knife at it. <laughs> and lose that knife into the creature. Hey, you know what? Maybe uh, you should use a rapier. Do I <laughs> do I get the feeling that if I fail, I get sucked into it too? No, no. It doesn't appear to have okay. enough space for more than one person. Oh, okay. All right. In that case, I'll, I'll just try. Okay. Roll roll a strength check. You have advantage. I will roll its. <laughs> the first roll it was only got a nat a 10. one. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Ooh. Yeah, so um, that is... Uh, 13. 13. Run. All of you see Nyx run forward. Pull through their hand, just through the mound of mass of plants and somehow rip just the angle is right or something as it's distracted now with uh, uh, Al having punched it, kind of turns around and you rip out uh, Nevermore and, and pull them to the ground and uh, you see they're very injured. So that was a very good thing to do uh, as they kind of fall uh, and and collapse down with you. They're prone, but you are still standing as you pull them out. Okay. And that's my full turn. That's your action. You have a oh. bonus action too, if you like. Uh, can I, uh, you said that um, Nevermore is now on the ground. Can I lift them up so they're standing or would that uh, be a full action? That would be a, a regular action. That'd be. Oh, that'd be regular action. Yeah. Um I, it's, a, it's a free interaction, but you can't really change her. She's just mm -hmm. fallen down. I, I don't think you would be able to pull her up right away. Okay. Um, I shout to the zombie. Yeah. The zombie kind of friend. Shambling. And I'm like, <laughs> over here. Well, I guess they're already heading in our direction, right? Well, then yeah. I guess I just tell Nevermore, you have a zombie friend here. Oh, yeah. That's Carl. Hi, <laughs> Carl. I really, I really like Carl. He's really, he's really fun. He's the only one I can summon right now, but he's great. Hi, Carl. Hey, <laughs> how are you doing? Oh, sorry, one second. Uh, starts to like try and gnaw on the plant. <laughs> plants versus zombies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, guys, we're playing plants versus zombies. <laughs> it's Linnefell's turn. So I'm asking the DM if yep. I can do this. If I were to cast suggestion onto abs. Yes. Could I somehow like give him a suggestion that might help like benefit him basically not nah, be a different spell i guess i would say you could try to get him if you want to get him back to being a little bit more like believing in his magic yeah if you engage yeah, like, abs in some way <laughs> <laughs> you know you really just want to make sure that you get this go and stop go yeah, and stop. yeah once okay. you, yeah enough ab engagement and really yeah you can achieve any 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 lift <laughs> at the moment i'm very support bard yep. who cannot do much to non-humanoids i'm going to cast suggestion okay. on abstinence i will roll with advantage given the fact <laughs> yes, that he's really well really suggestive sad. Oh. well let me see he might not have to make a roll if 
and really values the opinions of others. Yeah, he does value the opinions suggestible. of others. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be like. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. What do you suggest? <laughs> Abstinence, darling. You, I really need you to have faith in your friends and help us to the best of your ability. Friends. You're what my... have you done? <laughs> I'm helping myself. <laughs> You're my friends. Well, of course we are. Ah! <laughs> you around long you see glows with light. He's suddenly then, very excited. Can I use that same little tangent to yeah. also give him a bardic inspiration? Yes, he has a bardic inspiration. So I suggested, I did inspiration, and now I'm just done. <laughs> Nothing yes. else I can do. Okay, uh, it's Ab's turn. Ab's goes, I may have the thickest hips here, and I may not be happy about it. But my friends have accepted me regardless of my very difficult past. And I shall not let you, a mere plant, which I, you know, I know a lot of our members have, but really are really into, but doesn't matter because I it, don't give a shit about plants anymore, right? <laughs> I don't care about them. You tell them, darling. You it, tell it them. It may not be simply a plant. It could be more. There's, there's so much left to discover. Yes, but I've been told it's okay to kill you, so I will. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and that's how I've operated my entire life, so let's go. And just kind of pulls his sword out. Um, I created a new monster. <laughs> he just starts burning down forests. Exactly. In this one instant, we approve. I shall summon my spiritual weapon. And you see uh, he sort of invokes the spirit of whatever spiritual weapon is. And you see a shirtless buff man with a sword appear wearing uh, no longer a pilgrim's hat. Uh, but you see that he seems to have made it look like... Um, uh, what's his weapon? The buff man or the sword? The buff man. <laughs> I'm getting so, very confused. So he's like made a. Uh, it's actually it's like an amalgamation. It's like an overlaid image of everyone's face has been averaged into a space, and then it's buff and is wielding like a sword. But you see, just doesn't even really use the sword. Kind of just takes his fist and punches. So he'll attack with the spiritual weapon and uh, his regular attack. The spiritual weapon will hit. And, this, and his regular attack will also hit with the rapier. Uh, his rapier damage will do nine. So he does nine damage to the creature. And then the, the spiritual weapon does the... a D8 plus two. Those are the, to the big, the big creature. And then does another nine damage. The spiritual weapon uh, looks at him as it's punching and goes, you made it. You're back in a group. I'm proud of you, son. And then <laughs> kind of he looks at him and goes, thank so he, you. He's viewing us all as his... His parent. I, uh, Gibbles just looks at this and silently goes, what the fuck is happening? But it's a representation of my god. I, I also look at Gibbles and I'm like, I have no fucking clue. We <laughs> all worship a, a very buff man, member of the Pantheon. You're, we accept you for who you are at the moment, my dear. Just keep stabbing, keep fighting. You're doing great. Okay, thanks. He proceeds to also walk a little closer to it, like shaking his hips. Uh, there's a bit of clapping of the, of the mushrooms together. Um, he's like, oh, chafing. Oh, dear. You can feel it even in the mushrooms. Uh, and then kind of gets a little closer to continue fighting. At the end of his turn, we have Nevermore. Nevermore now uh, on the floor gets up and uh, directs uh, Carl to go and attack uh, the plant thing as well as attack it herself. Um, she'll just make a regular sort of attack with some uh, necromantic uh, blast of magic will 
I think hit. She has a D4 too, remember? Yeah, I think without it, she'll hit as well. I'm only here to support so far. Yes, so far uh, she'll she'll hit with it. So uh, her damage is actually pretty good. She she does a D10 plus two each time. So does 10 damage to the creature of nec- necromantic damage. Fantastic. Just like straight through. And then you see Carl kind of like clambers on top. Carl misses. You see just kind of gnaws and goes, Nemo, I can't do it. It's too, it's too tough. I don't like it. What's going on? He's like, oh, don't worry, Carl. It's fine. Just keep keep biting. You'll do it eventually. I know that I'm going to make you stronger one day. Uh, the plants go next. So the thing turns around to look at Nyx and, and Nevermore. I think it's going to attack Nyx and Nevermore each once. So once to Nyx, uh, which will hit with a 20. Or no, sorry, 20, uh, 18. And once to Nevermore, which misses with a nine. Nyx is going to take 16 damage. No, sorry, 12. Ah! The other sort of mushrooms, again, continue to do things. So when the swarm attacks Lenafel, gets a 13. 13 misses. Uh, a swarm is now within range to attack, uh, once again, Dr. Al. And misses with a five. And one Yippee. of the other swarms will go and attack Nyx. Gets a 17 to hit, which does hit. And does eight damage. Goddamn mushrooms. The next person to go is Gibbles. So Gibbles has two enemies now, not one. Yes. The first one is the plant monster. Yes. And the second one are Abstinence's thick size. And he <laughs> does not know which abomin- abomination he has to eliminate first. I thought you were going to say he doesn't know how to feel about this. <laughs> 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 Woke something in Gibbles. I think the, the plant monster might have to go first. So Gibbles will have to will have to give it all, give it his all. He will grab a walnut from his pocket and smash it on his head to try to break it. Okay. Does the does the walnut break? Does the full force attack roll? I've never seen this method before. (laughs) This sounds eleven. Eleven? I'll say sure it breaks. Okay. So the thing about goblins is due to their unstable magical energy, they have to really try to like focus up their mental prowess to be able to cast spells with higher intensity. And Gibbles finds that smashing nuts on his head does usually help. The bigger and harder the nut, the better. <laughs> so, so, so the, to get a bunch of nuts on your on your head increases the <laughs> the, cra- of like, the crackening of the nuts. So to increase his mental clarity, he makes sure it's to nut before he casts his spell. Yes, the the nuts have you know no not just any nuts <laughs> these nuts these specific ones. Anyway, the after the nutting. Uh, Gibbles will cast Chaos Bolt, okay. uh, rejuvenated and strengthened. Okay. Okay. And roll as well Wild Magic after. I will roll at Wild Magic after. It's uh, what is it? It's a it's a high number. It's like twenty. Yes, that yeah. would. Math, and then. What are you rolling? What are you rolling a D what? Oh no, it was just like a D twenty, and then for Wild Magic. Rolling D's nuts. You're waiting for it too. Yeah, no, the what, it's what was a, it? Th- a six. So now it's a that three. is enough to trigger it. Oh, it is enough. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um, so you're back to one. Are you gonna kill us again? Here? Hold on, hold on. Let me <laughs> roll a D hundred here. At least, unless my numbers are off, viewers, but I'm pretty sure it's a six. Forty one. Forty one. Okay, let me go to this Wild Magic. Surge table. Oh, Our current one until it gets wild bad. magic. Abstinence's thighs gets even thicker. <laughs> <laughs> now when he, now when his ass actually does clap, it does <laughs> cast thunder. <laughs> when his ass claps, he casts hunter's mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need you to do something that will maybe affect how this goes for you. Okay. The spell goes off. Okay, so I do roll for so damage. So you roll, right? roll for damage, and then you cast confusion centered on yourself. Uh, okay, so let's do the damage first. We have, oh, oh, we have a sixteen, and the damage type is either a force or a thunder. Wait, hold on. I don't know if thunder will work because last time it didn't work. I so would I try something different. Force damage. Force damage. Okay. Sixteen force. I will ask you how you want to do this. This means that your your confusion spell shouldn't matter too much, but it'll be very funny just yeah, to see yeah. what happens. So you you do. Do enough damage to defeat so this thing. What will you do? I cast. I just blast the shock wave. Then fourth shock, energy, magical sh shock force wave that splices up that stupid ass fucking creature into twenty little pieces, and also probably maybe hits the thighs, <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I'll but do a, do a deck save for <laughs> for abstinence. For abstinence. Uh, what's your spell save? Do you see? He's not dodging, but it's if the thighs will survive. Oh my god, DD Beyond, why are you sticking? I keep forgetting how much. How do you calculate spell save DC? Uh, eight but plus your proficiency modifier plus okay, your so spell it's casting 15. ability. Oh, it's just 15. 15. Oh, it just says it next yeah. to your. Um... Okay, yeah. So 15 is not enough. So you see that the thighs, the thick portobello thighs, get shaved off. Uh -huh. And you see he kind of like squeezes his butt cheeks a little and goes. I'm free. I'm free. So, <laughs> and looks directly at the glowing vision of his spiritual weapon and says, "Don't worry. I've maintained a slim and fit figure, just like all witch hunters are supposed. To. I mean, not witch hunters. Members of the group. I'm. A, what are we even? What am I part of?" The tight ass club. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, listen. Gibbles did not expect to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, honestly, this turn, but. The the with great power comes great responsibility, and as Gibbles uh, excretes this force of uh, nature that destroys two of his um, foes, the pushback also does take a toll in his body, making him confused, sending him into the confusion as he hits his head on a wall and gets a nosebleed. <laughs> 11 style. <laughs> uh, the only person who is near you is no one because you're you're at the back. Okay, I hit so no one. You just you get confused and go, oh. I did it, and then walk into a wall. <laughs> Sim style? Yeah. And then Absence is like, we've done it. We've done it. Friends. The small swarms of mushrooms are gone. They seem to stop activating and go back to their positions, and the sigil on the wall that was seemingly powering some of this uh, you see it fully cracks and the magic fades off of it. Damn, I'm good. Yes, you are my friend. And goes and like tries to pat your back. Being confused, I I, I just keep walking <laughs> towards the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I, I walk up to Gibbles and I just like point him in a direction that's not directly yeah. the wall. And I just let him keep walking in that direction. Mama, I'm almost there. Alinafel, <laughs> uh, I, I think he's asking for you. <laughs> I'm not his mother. Um, I guess... Linnefell will just kind of go to where the stairs are and just, or were. Yeah. Now, how do we get up here? Nevermore and kind of Carl walk over. Um, I don't really know, to be honest. I wish I could help you more. Um, I, I did find that there is some sort of apparatus that was affixed here at some point. And I wonder if maybe we could rebuild some, at least some of the structure. And if we have a rope, we could even just... 
somehow get one of us up there. Is anybody good at climbing? You know, like I'm, a climb. I'm probably not. I actually that. am probably pretty good at it. You could climb. Okay, well, I could. We, I have a staff. We could reach up there as well. If none of you are good or concerned, I could send Carl up there. He's not a good climber, but if he falls, he just gets, you know, it's fine. He's, he he breaks and I put what, him back what, together. Uh, <laughs> I guess to start, does anyone have a rope? Well, I, I have high dexterity, so... Um, so I sort of why. So do I. I don't have any uh, long ropes, know. unfortunately. I'm more of a scholar. Uh, and you see Absinthe says, I don't have any ropes because... The only one I have is kind of like a fla- flail, and I got rid of it. I've oh. got a pretty good fall um, uh, ability, yeah. so I, I can like reduce any fall damage. I might as well give it a go. Yeah, give it a, an athletics check to climb. Can, can I help by like um, boosting it? Because I'm in like. Well, he's still inspired by me. Ah. No, I meant like literally like oh. holding him up so that he doesn't have to climb. Uh, the main issue is the part where you can't support him. So no. I'd say you probably can't give. I need action. a nice running jump onto the wall. Get a good footing. It looks like right up there. There is a, a nice hand hold. Uh, I was a climber back in my day. Yes, we believe Absolute in you. says, really? I thought you were for sure some form of wizard. No, I mean, no. He, he is I, a yes. monk. <laughs> no, he's climbed not. mountain. I think he cast a spell that makes him think he's someone to he's a not. a monastery. <laughs> I was up there in the mountain. Oh. I guess his wizarding school was called the monastery, the one in okay. upstairs in the How mountains. How quickly do you think you can climb up It's it? okay, Dr. Al. We believe in you. Uh, I will, with haste. <laughs> how, oh, yeah. Uh, what, what is my, um, is it strength? strength? Yeah, is with a, a, an athletics Athlet- check, athletics. you can add the bardic inspiration and the d4 if you want. Oh, yeah, well. I will. I will. I'll do all that. Yeah, so you have a Once d4 you get up there, one of you should have a, a rope. So I'll just say you have a rope to bring it down. Just one long tentacle from Dr. Al. Oh, boy. I mean, if, if it's really bad and you think you just can't do so it. So bad. No, bad. I'm like, I think I start with a four. And then I'm going to end up with maybe, yeah, I'm going to end up below 10. Yeah, at best it'd be. Below yeah. 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going to go up uh, and then <laughs> slip. <laughs> you know. Good. Tumble, fall. Uh, like, always. Ooh. All the speed and no vertical. Can, can <laughs> no we see height. anywhere to tie a rope off? Once off you get up there, yes, you could probably. No, like, can we see it from there? Like, not from the angle you're I was going to say, just mage hand it up. You could try to mage hand Are it up. Are there any vines Which, uh, specifically nearby. next, you can cast. So can oh, I. I. Yeah. I we both have mage hand. Yeah, as as an arcane trickster. You the only issue is you can't really put a like easy uh, hand hold there uh, just on its own. You could get part of it up there. Uh, yeah. Is there like vines or anything we could try to climb? Vine. The uh, on the side, you realize there aren't any other vines here. The creature in the center was the only source of vines. And the sigil on the side is broken and damaged, but there's just mushrooms here. It's a mushroom garden. Uh, Maybe you guys can throw me upstairs and I'll just like tie a rope. Try to do an athletics check to throw someone to do that. We uh, could. I, 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 could, I could give it a shot. Can though. you maybe like throw me a little up and then I'll climb using my acrobatics? Yes. Yeah, if we're doing well, acrobatics, it changes. Why would we throw you yes. so that we have to pass that check and then you because climb? Because I want to be thrown. Sure. All right. Let's I want to be fucking. Thrown. It'll be athletics, Up. even even so. Yeah. Uh, athletics for climbing. Yeah. What? Always athletics oh. for climbing. Never and, mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, uh, I'll just go up, but I am at disadvantage because okay. of the mushroom. Yes. Um, but I do also have bardic inspiration. Yes. So roll. So you start climbing up. I'll cl- I'll try climbing as well. Climb the old-fashioned way. Do an athletics check, both of you. Abstinence will try after if you aren't able to do so. Well, with my disadvantage, uh, I get seven. 
Yeah, no, Nyx kind of tries to go up and falters and falls. 14. 14 is enough to get up. It is not fun. It's really hard. <laughs> you sweat a ton. Jesus. Keep going. <laughs> and it takes a little you bit. You got this. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Al. Uh, yes. And you get One up. more hand. One <laughs> more <laughs> foot. How, <laughs> how high am I up? Uh, That's about two feet. Only three or four feet. <laughs> God, I hate this. Takes you five, we should all go minutes. rock climbing together sometime. We're all clearly uh, enthusiasts. He's up very high. I hope yes. he doesn't fall. We could all wear no shirts and rock climb. That's a requirement for activities, Oh, that's right? what my problem was. My top was still on. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. We're going to have a chat later about you being so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, this is just part of my fate. Well, oh dear. I've just realized something um, interesting. My faith had a lot of shirtless men. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, I was always overcompensating. No, it is true, though. I have, I have poor mobility when I'm wearing my all these robes, these many yes. layers. I'm also wearing the tightest pants. I feel like it would make it really hard to climb. <laughs> I wouldn't leave that where it is. I'll tie off the rope and throw it down. Uh, everyone starts to clamber up. We'll say it's relatively easy. With that there, as long as you attach it, you can attach it to basically... Uh, you've got some equipment to put in a piton, like either in the stone or to attach it to like a large rock that kind of works up there. And then anyone now can pass this way, including other monsters as you go. So you, at this point... Assuming they um, can climb. What about the elderly? Uh, that, will, the that will make things challenging. <laughs> that will be natural. difficult. Uh, they'll have to help each other with that. But once you have one up, you can maybe get like Create more some scaffolding. later. Yeah, they can yeah. do a pulley system. We should just tell people they should bring a stair or a ladder bring a fucking ladder, ladder man <laughs> abstinence and you go back remember to bring a ladder okay i'll bring a 20 foot ladder a 20 foot extension ladder okay uh, would be preferable make sure you have someone helping you though because the ladders you know they slip and you fall we don't they slip right. we Barely couldn't right. have that maybe a pulley system yeah could you install right here an elevator that might be an elevator uh, it, it elevates one alligator it's uh, yeah, well, a fancy device is witchcraft or not? Pulley system, pulley system, you, ropes and pulleys. And, so, witchcraft, uh, uh, rope, ropes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Not, I, I'm sorry, uh, old, old thing. We classified most science as witchcraft in my old group, um, wood and rope and metal pulleys, yes, but like. I won't ask questions. I'm not good at... I don't know enough about science. One side of the equation is <laughs> rope of pulleys <laughs> and wood for a platform, and the other side is elevator. Ah. I Never don't more. understand how alligators are going to ha- help us. Are they going to run around creating some sort of force that brings us up? Nevermore kind of goes over. Don't worry. I'll explain uh, it to them or something. Maybe uh, I could do that. Uh, you uh, muse about this possible new alligator addition to the elevator system. And you uh, also realize that, yes, maybe most of the witch hunters are not well educated uh, in general, which is interesting. You proceed to pass onwards and into another cavern or a little cave that kind of keeps moving. It's really tight, but you do eventually get out to an exit. And this exit brings you to an area of forest, a deciduous forest. Uh, it is kind of starting to be early morning, but it's not yet. Uh, the sun hasn't risen yet. So, you know, you have to send a- abstinence back very quickly to get everyone to start coming this way. But you now have a way out and an easy path to get onto a road. Uh, Nevermore kind of explains 
Um, so I happen to know exactly where we can go. Uh, we just have to follow a path. And if you follow me, I can bring you to the Creek and Carnival right away if you wish to go there first. Uh, but I assume abstinence needs to go back and let everyone know. And then we'll send someone here to meet them and they'll be ferried over to the carnival. That, uh, <clears throat> that would be lovely. Yes. Uh, abstinence. Now you're going to remember what you have to do. Yes. Tell me. Tell me. So at first all. I'm going to come here. Yes. And then. Why the pause? <laughs> then I'm going to then I'm going to bring everyone else, and they're going to come second after me. Impolite. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going, what? Nothing. I'm so Nix, sorry. What? Nick, Nick, shut your mouth. We have to we have to let abstinence. <laughs> Did I say something this. wrong? No abstinence. Keep going. You're so okay. far. You're on the right track. Okay. <laughs> you're saying everything right. At okay. This po- at this point in time, everything up until now, perfect order of events. Great. I'm so happy that I'm being so helpful, and uh, you've all been so accepting um, as I learn new things. Like, it's for okay. example, that time. things aren't witchcraft and that science is more expensive than I thought. Um, and so I'm going to do that. I'm going to go back. I'm going to make sure everyone comes with me and uh, we're all going to have a big, happy uh, journey together as we come all the way here. And then they'll all be like, oh, abstinence, you're so great. And it'll be really fun. Yes. With one <laughs> big <laughs> happy ending. <laughs> one big happy ending. Now, abstinence, remember, you, you have to bring something with you. Remember? Elderly. Help the children. Yeah. The I have elderly. to help the children and the elderly come. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Make them, make them come. Make them come with me. Because <laughs> they'll resist. Even if they don't want to. Even if they should resist you. Make them, okay. Because they'll be afraid. Their resistance. Like me when I was afraid before I first yeah, experienced but the They world. may not want to come. They may not want you there at all. They may not want you to even look touch at them. them. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, I'm very Don't good. touch anyone. I will touch no one. Okay. You know, looking at us right now, I'm starting to think maybe we are monsters after <laughs> all. <laughs> I. Um, That's way out of left field. No, you're not <laughs> so monsters. So uncalled for. <laughs> I was wrong. You're all lovely and helpful, and um, and I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. And I just thank you for for this. Uh, I fought a plant monster, and I did well. And I could reuse my magic. Why could I reuse my magic? That seems weird. I was having a hard time. With it. I'll think about it later. Anyways, um, so I will go, and uh, I will get the rest of them. I pass abstinence a bag of glitter to like help with the pa- like make sure the path is oh, really clear because I'm you. assuming abstinence has been leaving like little specks of glitter as uh, uh, no he we've been leaving along. lentils and okay yeah uh, definitely you're gonna need this glitter. Oh, dry lentils <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so no. sorry abstinence. I handed a bag of sand oh all I have is a bag of sand <laughs> no. you keep oh. your lentils in your bag of sand and your sag- sand is in they're your bag both there's very yeah they're identical except for one as Lentils. Wow, that's <laughs> fascinating. No. Yes, I'll, so I'll go back and bring glitter and make a line. And We may not be here when you get okay. back, but we will eventually come back and we can, we'll can we'll work together again. I assume Carl or someone like Carl will be here. So you say, yep, yeah, I'll be here. Uh, someone like me will be here. It's totally fine. Just come and hang out. You make your way towards the Creaking Carnival. You are arriving at a space that, you know, it's starting, it's still cloudy out. It's kind of dark and and a little bit, ra- about looks like it's about to rain, but moody. And you do find yourself directly kind of wa- meandering through paths that you've never seen before or routes you haven't really experienced. So Gibbles hasn't, and neither has any, any of you sort of experienced it. So you're kind of lost for a little bit. And this is a path that even like people just would avoid. It, it's pretty dark and deep into the forested area. Can I, can I kind of just like look around to see if there's anything 
suspicious or sure. creepy. Yes. I'm assuming that's perception. Yeah. Seven. Seven's not enough to notice anything right away or anything like that. Anyone else wish to do that while you're kind of meandering through the deeper part of the woods? Yeah, I guess. Just perception. I'll do one as well. 17. Um, 15. 17 is enough to kind of notice that you're getting close to an area that's getting darker and like the sky is getting a little more cloudy and it's not raining, but it's just like a little wispy, uh, like there's a wind or a breeze. It doesn't take you too long. Nevermore brings you about an hour or two into the forest. And after walking for a while and being brought closer, you start to smell things that smell like death and the sound of maybe some sort of mirthful sound, some laughter, and also a blue sort of faint light uh, that's kind of coming through the trees. Oh, uh, we're close. Um, I can I can feel the decaying flesh. Ugh. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's going to be a We can thing. smell it. Um, we have a lot of, you know, people who've been a part of the space for a bit for the for the carnival for a bit and they don't when they want to leave they leave but otherwise they stay around so there's a few zombies like carl do you guys not use any sort of deodorants you know or toilet water here what it smells Uh, so bad we don't have we don't really have a sense of smell but you have you are a carnival how do you even have uh, you know attendees well i'll show you and they kind of push a bush away and show you like sort of a uh, like a, a front, uh, and you see what appears to be a very confusing sight for people who've never met undead sort of people a lot in their life before. There are two rings. There's a ring of carriages, and the rings of carriages are decorated with uh, lots of colorful sort of paint, and uh, all in very dark tones. And there is a ring that surrounds a bonfire that is currently not lit. And that one has a series of tents that have smaller fires in front of them. There's a few other fires that are kind of in front of other uh, caravans, in front of other locations. They are all a blue flame. So they're literally like a blue light. They're not casting any light that would produce smoke. Uh, In fact, none of them have smoke. You don't smell smoke at all from any of this space. There are what looks like a mixture of different undead people. There appear to be some ghouls, some zombies, some uh, even a few like ghosts that are just kind of walking around. And the carnival has one big merry-go-round. All the horses are very old and kind of like, you know, maintained as best as they can, but they're just kind of fabricated out of like brass and and are not like uh, as colorful as you'd expect a merry-go-round to always be. But... There's lots of life uh, in the sense that things are moving around. People are talking. You can see a lot of the undead sort of interacting at what looks like a set of carnival games. And uh, also there's a small little like group that sells some some items. Uh, there is a section that looks like a large tent and a central caravan, which is well sort of lit with a big blue fire um, and seems to have like a few other just sort of uh, features to it, like it's a, it's two trailers put together. You realize the carnival is a bit of a misnomer. The carnival is not a carnival for just anyone. It's it's literally like a traveling group that live in a temporary camp, kind of like that uh, idea of like a, a group that that travels around and has to just go around to avoid detection. Since as you know, clerics 
would normally not like undead. And so they have this sort of uh, situation set up where they have these two rings of, of carriages. So um, we only see undead. You only see undead here at the moment. It smells quite bad. Uh, Nevermore says it's it's a uh, it's an embalming. Some people do embalming fluid, but it's hard to get rid of the stench forever. We have a doctor on site actually. They have a, a apprentice. Uh, they're quite fun. They remind me a bit of you, Lenefel. I literally take so? some of the mushrooms and just plug my nose with them because <laughs> I'm not into this well. Uh, well. Maybe I could help with that uh let's go speak to my father albertini so we'll go over there and kind of brings you into the camp you make your way past the sort of carnival area with a tarot card reader and those uh, games and other things for the actual camp members to just do and socialize around you see that as you get closer there is an area that's literally a role play area but it's like for going to a restaurant so it's where all the undead people can pretend to eat food again uh, if they ever feel like they're missing out on the idea of eating food. And as you kind of pass there, you then enter this sort of ring of other carts where people would be living. In the center is this beautiful cart, obviously from the southern cities, because it's covered and colored in a lot more of a bright pattern. And literally just out in front of it, near a blue fire, you can see what looks like a sort of little bit pudgier than you'd expected. Man has receded sort of hair, dirty blonde hair, with a big handlebar mustache and kind of pacing and talking to some people and kind of sees you out of the corner of his eye and as you do that looks and waves at nevermore and then sees a bunch of people and goes over and says hello my name is albertini no one here can marry my daughter first thing because i know you're all thinking it. we weren't but that's not our worry at all actually yeah yeah well she's, she's lovely don't get us wrong she saved our lives i take a step away from <laughs> nevermore <laughs> uh, intimidated uh, the, uh, the rest of our party were i think their first thought was uh good god this is a nasty smell uh, oh but but i can't really smell much uh out of my i'm kind of i feel mostly congested i could get you a little something to help uh and kind of goes through and gives you a little tonic and says Sniff this. It's for anyone who happens to do business with us. Yeah, sure. Sure. You see the smell immediately kind of dissipates. It gets replaced with the smell of like rose petals and uh, maybe sangria. So what can I do for all of you? What do you hear? Uh, Nevermore, why are they here? And Nevermore kind of says, oh, well, they could tell you that, Father. Um, the the witch hunters. Um, the, they're hunting. The, yeah, they're hunting. Yeah, the witch hunters. Thank you, Kipples. The witch hunters, they're hunting. And um, a whole bunch of monsters need somewhere to go. Oh, dear. That's not very good. That doesn't sound great at all. But also, why should I care? They also said that they want to marry your daughter, the witch hunters. <laughs> <laughs> I will rip off their faces <laughs> and take them to my dog. <laughs> and you see that a, a small, little cho- like, small little schnauzer walks out. All of the monsters that are you know, gonna maybe f- use this place as a safe haven. Oh. They're all gay, so they will never <laughs> they will never hit on your daughter. <laughs> That's a major I I really like that information. Well, I uh, sexuality is really more of a Spectrum, Concept. I understand. Yeah, a fluid spectrum. <laughs> I'm in fact married Father. to a ghost that's actually a giant ah. blue bonfire. We, uh, oh, a member of our fight. party is actually, he'll be joining us shortly, is married to a weird homogenous <laughs> conglomerate. <laughs> I thought that was his dad. Of, of the, yeah, father, spouse. Mm. Very, partner. It's very interesting. Yeah, he's a very interesting. He used to be a witch hunter. Not oh, anymore. Yeah. Right, right. He got kicked out. Re- recently he said, reformed again. Yeah, he, he, he got kicked out because <laughs> he was like, we shouldn't marry that person's daughter. It's too soon. 
Uh, and then I they like kick him that out. man. I support <laughs> this one. Also, um, Father Grimsby. Ah. Well, he's the only surviving forefather. He told us about you, and that's all why... good things. All good things. Yeah, yeah only yeah. good. Wonderful things. That's oh, great. I love that. I've, we've heard great things about your carnival. Carnival, yes. Welcome. Yes, welcome. It's to my very carnival. pretty. I, I love the love colors. Love to wander around later. And he also said that you know, as a Eureka supporter you will be able to host all of those gay monsters <laughs> <laughs> who are, who are re- ready to protect your daughter's honor well i do like that to idea be best friends with your daughter <laughs> best friends yes. with my but she only needs best friends. Parties. only best friends Nothing now further. she reads a lot and i always appreciate her reading because she's a good necromancer what is nevermore is like a reaction <laughs> nevermore is like covering their face in their hands and just being like Dad, I don't need more friends. I like my books. And then kind of goes, no, you should. You're a beautiful lady. And as much as I would never let anyone ever touch you. I also think that it is really great for you to maybe meet some more people and have some friends. And I say your books. Do you have a lot of books? Yes, I do. I happen to have traveled around with many books and I have a lot of uh, information just in the carnival. We do just you travel. have goblin books by any chance? Uh, I have an old one, yes. <gasps> Wait, no. No, 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 I need a history. No, no, it's an old history one. Uh, oh, not I an adult one. Adult. I don't have any adult okay. goblin books. <laughs> <laughs> I have adult other books. If you really want a spicy Kenku book, I can give you one of those. He, he likes uh, adult goblin books from a, a specific uh, era. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah. the era, big bush era, the big bush era. Wow. <laughs> You really don't like to see anything that's like detailed. You want to just have it fully covered up. It's all about making sure you never see the details. It's the it's the idea of a mystery. Yes, mm. that was that's the big right. bush that's era. I I ask right. yes. I ask. Uh, I know his name's not Tortellini. What is it? <laughs> that was my father's name. <laughs> Albertini. 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 Ha, have you ever gone to the? Booksellers in Briarsburg. I frequented sometimes, yes. And um, and then I describe what my parents would have looked like. Just like these kind of middle-aged humans that were relatively friendly. Um, do you do you ever? Did you ever, by any chance, get to know them? No, I would buy a book sometimes from them. One of their uh, oh, it was a family member came to see me once, and then they they went off. They were traveling. Uh, Looking for something. What did their family member look like? Uh, they give you the description of, of Ness. When was that? Um, quite some time ago. They hadn't left yet, uh, Briarsburg, but they were asking questions. What kind of questions? Something about uh, uh, doppelgangers and changelings and uh, where they may have came from. Interesting. Uh, did you have any answers? Not really. I haven't found much about the changelings. They're very good at hiding things about their history and past. How about doppelganger stuff? A few things, uh, but more just, uh, you know, the oral histories you share. Some people tried to write them down sometimes. We're going, as we said, we're having the uh, the gay monsters will be coming. The gay monsters are coming to the creaking carnival. You yeah. just yeah. hear in the distance like rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, they will need a guide for the final little stretch. They will be hmm. scared. I can send um, maybe our doctor. They'd be pretty good at making sure they aren't seen. That would be great. And then as for us, um, if you allow us time to look around, um, maybe read a book or two, see if we can find some items, we have to go south. Where, where are you going? I could maybe help. Well, um, we had to go to Starfall. Yeah, let's go to Starfall first because it occurred to me that like 
it sounds like Briarsburg is absolutely empty, and yeah. I should warn my cousin. Well, so. It's, so, like, I don't know how much we want to tell Albertini. Well, he's uh, he's part of Eureka. Yeah, he's part of Eureka. Yeah. 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 We're heading to Starfall. Yeah, we're going to Starfall where we need to speak with Fuzzly Muffins. Oh, the famous war hero. Yeah. Fuzzly Muffins? Yes. I haven't spoken to them in quite a while. Uh, I passed through you them. You have spoken to them. In the past, as a Eureka member, uh, as you know, because you've been told by Father Grimsby, I speak to many as I travel uh, through the lands, picking up whoever has come back to life so they have a place to stay that will not have them just killed on sight. What a noble pursuit. I try um, my best. Honestly. I love I love the people that I get to protect and care. We let them pass on if they want, and if they don't, they stay here for a good amount oh, of tremendous. time. Oh, tremendous. Uh, Me and my wife, lovely We've had such a lovely life here. Now, someone mentioned about Linafel possibly with uh, the doctor's apprentice. Uh, yes, Father. Uh, this one reminds me a lot of the apprentice who came. Um, the one who's working with Dr. Aberdeen. Oh, yes, you're right. It is, in fact, Marigold Starlight that is here. Uh, they're a wonderful member. I believe they are, um, they've come here to learn about necromancy. Wait, just Marigold? You know the Starlights are a coven, yeah. but you don't yeah. know the status of the, of the Starlight Coven. I was going to ask if I knew who Marigold was. No, probably not directly. Coven members tend to only know other coven members if they're part of the coven, like, elite or, like, the heads. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, might be worth chatting with her. Yeah, for sure. Actually, maybe you said you came for Father Gr- with Father Grimsby, correct? For Father Grimsby. For. And uh, did you have any information for me from him? You were given a letter. Yeah, was that for him though, or to was show that, to... If that you were like associated? Oh with yeah, yeah. We have proof that we were. Thank you. Kind of takes it, looks at it, gives it back to you. Wonderful. If you are looking for ways to possibly become uh, more ingrained with Eureka, I do have something you could help me with. Sure. Yeah. I... Getting your daughter wed to someone? No. Uh, if you do that, I will rip out your entrails and I will put them on a spike and I will make you eat them after I resurrect you. Now. Uh, for the rest Zero of to you, 100. Wildly detailed. That's yeah. a- I've done it before. I believe it. You, you but seem like the man who would. There was a time does in the past. It seem a little unhinged. Hasn't Nevermore been undead for 24 years? Yes. My daughter came to me relatively recently. I've been alive for over 200 or more. You mean I unalive? lost track. Unalive? Yes. That's not the technical term in the necromancy way. But that's, if you wish to use that word, okay. Uh, listeners, you should know that. Um, necromancy word. Necromancy yeah. Necromancy. <laughs> well, it, you guys are all saying it without describing it. So, uh, An- Antoniti, what is his name? Uh, Albertini. Albertini. Bellicini. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you'll never remember my name. Lots of <laughs> hand gestures. And then as soon as everyone else started doing Italian accent, everyone started doing hand gestures as well. Just so you can all imagine. Guacamole. Guacamole. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> not an Italian word. Famously not an Italian word. <laughs> but Italian. No gesture necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> not required. Um, yes, I've got many different, I, you know, it's been a while. I've been here for a while. Yes, if you could help me out, I'd be happy to give you more information or maybe help along your way. And you're welcome to attend, be in the carnival. We've got the carnival games for people who come and play the carnival games. Like what, throw your own hand into a hoop? Or no, what? we've got something like that, though. It's called um, Screaming Skull Toss. That, and we have bobbing for uh, bloated corpses. If you want a bit of bobbing for bloated corpses. Sounds like an absolute... I'm more interested in your library. Oh, it's a... My personal book collection is in my cabin, but you'll need to prove yourself to me before I let you just rummage through my books. 
you've probably traveled quite quite a, a vast long distance. I came from across Maybe the sea. Maybe even foraged in a couple of areas before. I I happened to gather a few mushrooms on our journey here, and I was wondering if maybe you might be able to enlighten me about. I can check a them few out. of them. I've never come across them in my life. Kind of looks at them. Did you find these in a ruin or somewhere here in the dragon marches? If you did, they could very well be Valak of Valak origin. They were a historical civilization here, a very powerful. They happen to control lots of plants, but a lot of their knowledge has been lost to time. So the pla- plants themselves are the vessels. Yes, the they vessels were. They could these. create plant constructs, but they were in fact wipe out. The last one was supposedly the um. It was called the Dawn Regent. It, uh, it lived in the forest until adventurers slew it and sold its pieces amongst the, uh, you know. The kingdoms. Before we get too many people angry commenting, we all know that mushrooms are not plants. It's just yes, <laughs> <laughs> but they happen to manage. Uh, they were more like nature focused, yeah, so they yeah. could control lots. Of okay, so so things. essentially, you're saying like the plant or the 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 fungi themselves like are yeah. imbued. Well, they weren't imbued with magic by some you know no arcane being or sorcerer or whatever like that they were actually what you entered was a garden but that has been like maybe created by them but went extinct outside of there because they were like domesticated fabricated mushrooms by this group and then the knowledge of making them faded away okay Um, so they were made by them they're not naturally occurring no no and then also like to clarify that i do know that guacamole is not an (laughs) italian yeah 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 yeah, yeah. clarify (laughs) that Yeah, thanks. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah, it's French. It's spaghetti yeah. and guacamole. Right. Um, you, you, pass, <laughs> you, you passed that one up and we dunked on you. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. But yes, I've done a lot of research. I, I've, I've been around for a while and I know that uh, the world is changing. But we're unfortunately at a time when, well, what are considered monsters, since it seems to be based off whoever wants to consider the thing a monster, are at a disadvantage. So what was our fetch quest? Uh, well, actually, yeah, we have, I haven't we told haven't had, you. We haven't gotten <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, I would distracted. love for you to help. Um, I may have had a little bit of a fight with my wife. And we... The tale is old as time. I know. And, it, well, it's not my fault. She's, she was horribly wounded by a cleric early on when she first was brought back to life. And every so often, she has these spells where it's very hard for her to control herself. But we need the bonfire to protect us. So... Maybe you could go help calm her down. I have exactly what you need. Uh, this is her anchor, and you see it's a like what looks like a tissue or like a like a little um, uh, handkerchief, and it is covered in blood, very old blood. If you could just maybe present that to her and help calm her down. What it, were you fighting about? When she gets into these moments, um, let's just say she's very aggressive. That's, so, there's not much I can do about that. That's, where do we have to go to calm her down? And also, uh, into do the we, woods. we? She ran off that have way. You tried just c- conversing with her. It's not uh, about you, conversing. It, she the may wound. just want to express how she feels. Or she may want to try something new. I would love to have... Maybe perhaps you she wants you to <laughs> submit to her. <laughs> oh, I already submit to her in many ways. But that is more for me. The wound is is too much. It's 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 um, essentially um, when she was first came came into existence, she was a young princess from one of the southern kingdoms, from Ferenz, uh, from their capital. She was going to marry a prince, and then they murdered her because she was unfortunately not fit enough for the prince. And she came back to hunt. She became known as La Blue Belle. 
uh, maybe you've heard of it before, very famous. A cleric tried to expunge her, but the wound did not kill her, just causes her intense pain every so often. It's very sad. Um, I kind of try to like sneakily whisper to Nevermore and be like, so what do they fight about? Like it's, it seems really vague. They don't really, it's not really, it's like a fight. How do I describe it? It's more like um, every so often she has an episode and she attacks everything around her and then he has to calm her down. But I guess this time she ran into the forest. So he's considering, you know, should he go do it? But he also helps protect the caravan so i guess he just convenient you showed up so who punished her who punished her again her it was a cleric she did um, something wrong she haunted the family of the the of the people who killed her because she was going to marry someone that they didn't want her to marry so it was like a thing where she came back to haunt them and then she had her memories still ghosts remember their memories so she remembered and then she was uh, almost destroyed so she's in the woods somewhere Yes, not probably too far. She she tends to not travel far when she's um, in this this rough space. And how much of a rush are we in to... Um, well, you probably have an hour or two, but okay, I... Okay, so we should probably... Let's go. Yeah. Make haste. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, you just have to present the item, not die. Uh, and um, okay. Oh, you're not coming with us? I, I'll come. I'll come and help. I'm you just, should. You should. Yeah, come you watch see. us work. You get to see exactly what we do. Of course, of course. What do we do? Watch how we work, how we how we work so okay. well together. Well, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Father, uh, I've been a little injured. Could you possibly present us with some help? And he goes, of course. And he casts uh, some magic to heal everyone a little bit. So uh, he's going to use a, uh, not a life transference, but uh, he's going to use a cure wounds on each of you. I only had one. So I was only down. I don't think I took it. Yeah, I, I took a lot of damage. Yeah, I took one point. And, and then he does a life transference on... on uh, oh, yeah, she, he'll just do... Uh, uh, so just cure wounds for everyone and life transference for Nevermore because Nevermore can't cure wounds because uh, being a revenant. So you kind of all collect together and you walk off into the woods. You only have to go a short distance to see another blue light and it's quite bright um and you kind of enter what looks like a clearing near a little river um the river is where at the banks is where this ghost seems to be and what you can see is a whipping of wind uh they appear to be draining the life out of a deer and as they're speaking they're saying in sort of loud very loudly this is for what you did to me this is what you did, and they just kind of lost it. They they're they're kind of assuming this deer may be one of the family members. Hello. Do we just go back now? Is this where we go? What back? did we, the deer do to you? We Mrs. have Albert the <laughs> <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> you like present to walk towards. We're coming, Mrs. Albertini. <laughs> it's actually Mrs. Almost um. Did. We can help Scoopa. you kill that deer. Scoopa. Yeah, Mrs. Scoopa. All oh, right, Scoopa. Mrs. Scoopa. Mrs. Scoopa, we have your handkerchief. You start to walk towards, you see kind of turns a- around, and you see Nevermore goes, oh, this is not good. Um, Nevermore, dear, what, what's not good? I'm just standing there, like, holding it. past like, the point where you can just tell, someone has to touch her with that napkin, or with the handkerchief. Not the napkin, which <laughs> I don't want to even <laughs> bring up, which I know is in your hand. <laughs> it's not hard. You just go and touch her with, touch her, you know, with the napkin. And be my guest. Uh, I, I grab the napkin. Uh, yeah. I grab the napkin <laughs> and just walk up to the ghost. Okay, uh, please make a dexterity saving throw. 
hiding behind the popcorn. 17. 17 is enough, but you can't get close enough because you just get your speed reduced by half as uh, a blast of wind sort of force gets directed towards you <sighs> and you get part of the way there and then the kind of turns and the or the deer dies and you see the ghost kind of turns and says, Prince, you're here. Looking at a <laughs> goblin, looking at like a short ass goblin. Yeah. Who is, yeah. The, the, yes, I am your prince, my dear. Lord Farquaad. <laughs> you destroyed my life. Shit. You killed <laughs> me. And now I will kill you. I'm a different prince. No, no, what you're talking about. And we shall end our session here as uh, you are halfway close to it, but. Uh, she looks at anger uh, towards what she assumes to be the prince that killed her. And you shall help defeat a ghost next time on our monster mash. Have a good time. Thank you. Thank you for listening and joining us at Oddcast. We hope you enjoyed and will subscribe to our socials for news and updates on podcast scheduling and our Patreon. Patrons get access to bonus content, such as adding to the Wild Magic Table poll to expand Gibble's Wild Magic Table, and extra episodes like our Only Wizards in the Dungeon Try to Play series. Our socials and Patreon link are in the episode description and show notes. 